The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I mentioned the fact that it's National Fitness Day in the UK uh, today uh, here. And I also talked earlier about this Metabo law in Japan. Uh, some people think it means it's it's uh, against the law to be obese in Japan. It's not. You can be any weight you want to be. But they do measure people's waists from uh, when they turn 40. Their employer, the local authority does. And it's a way of encouraging people into exercise and taking diet classes. <laughs> One of our listeners, though, says, if anyone wants to measure my waist uninvited, they better have a warrant. And somebody else says, is there a case, Kieran, for making it mandatory in Ireland to attend parenting classes maybe once every two months if you want to collect children's allowance? Parents might actually welcome the opportunity. It could cover the causes and consequences of poor eating habits, how to approach behavioural issues, the importance of activity and movement, sleep problems, all aspects of parenting in exchange for that allowance. Uh, thank you for the suggestion. 87 1400-106 is the number if you want to get in touch about this. Uh, Brendan O'Keefe is with me. He's an assistant professor of physical education in the Department of Physical Education and Sports Sciences in the University of Limerick. Brendan, you're very welcome uh, to the show. I appreciate this is a very, very broad question now I'll start with. But uh, as someone who's immersed in, in, in education and in fitness, how would you describe the overall state of our children's fitness levels in Ireland? Hi, Kieran. How are you doing? Um, look, in short, we actually don't we don't have the data for fitness specifically to to answer that question. But if we look at physical activity, and um, at the end of last month, we had the release of the children's sport physical activity uh, physical education physical activity report, the CSPA report, led by uh, Professor Catherine Woods at the University of Limerick, and basically it showed some positive trends that uh, for children and adolescents specifically, we are seeing m- minor increases at both primary and post primary level um, and uh, there are also some more concerning uh, trends as well and as well it's probably stagnant um, and declining slightly with, with older populations so that's more physical activity as opposed to physical fitness and I think it's interesting one, one of your callers or texters there mentioned uh, so a, 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 an interesting proposition to, to have parents attend classes but look the key here really is that physical fitness is very much the outcome we, we, we need to focus on creating more opportunities for people to to be physically active and that's that's really the, the the key and as with anything i suppose there's no there's no silver bullet mm. solution that's a, that's a good solution but there is no silver bullet solution but there is definitely uh, things here on that that we could be doing there's lower hanging fruit that as a country we're we're really failing to grasp in terms of some of those easy fixes what what's the lower hanging fruit well, well, if we if we look if we focus specifically again on on children and adolescents, for example, um, take the take for example the time allocation, physical education. So the average time allocation in PE at secondary school has actually decreased over the past ten years by about ten minutes, and this is this is coming from a very very low base in Ireland where we average about half what many countries throughout Europe get. And added to this, then when we actually look at school facilities, about one in ten secondary schools still don't have access to an indoor sports hall. So we're, we're all well aware of the weather conditions in Ireland. So we, 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 we probably don't have, um, not probably, the, the reality is we don't have um, the facilities to support uh, physical activity um, in, in the best way possible. And I think even even those communities that are lucky enough to have schools at sports halls, oftentimes they're not, they're not open in the evenings to those communities to, to make use of them. So there's definitely scope um, for, for kind of simple 
they're really simple solutions to promote physical activity, which then has the knock-on effect of physical fitness. And you're actually, you're a small bit ahead of the schedule here. Ireland's National Fitness Day is actually next Thursday, or Thursday week, sorry, September 28th. So uh, is is there too much... um confusion or confluence between kind of obesity and fitness. I know one relates to the other, but, you know, you often hear people remark that you can't outrun a bad diet. I mean, should you talk about them separately as distinct problems, you know, people's eating habits and people's fitness, or do they form part of the same package in your mind? Yeah, they, look, they, they, they absolutely form part of the same package in terms, of, in terms of one influencing the other. But I think, I think again, it comes back to the, the fact that obesity and physical fitness are states of being, whereas physical activity is the behavior, so what we engage in. So if we obsess over figures um, and uh, whether one is obese or not or, or what that actually even means in the first place, we're probably losing sight of what the, the real focus should be. And, and that, that is around people engaging in movement more often. So I think, I think that, that really is the key. So absolutely, uh, Kieran, they do go in hand. They do go hand in hand, but uh, the focus should be on more the, the behaviour as opposed to, oh, is a person fit or unfit? Or is that person obese or a healthy weight or underweight perhaps? What did you make of the suggestion uh, uh, by Michal Martin a couple of years ago? Uh, he was talking to Joe Malloyan off the ball and he, he talked about the government considering having dedicated PE teachers in primary schools. Now, he's not the only person to suggest it. He didn't dream this up, but he was asked about it and he said, absolutely, the government should consider it. Would that yeah, be that- somewhere to start? I think I think that that was I was listening to that same interview and it, it definitely jumped out at me. There 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 is great work. Don't get me wrong, being done in generalist PE um, um, by generalist primary teachers for PE in, in primary schools throughout the country. But the, the the training they receive at third level is is obviously limited in terms of how much time they need to devote to all the other subject areas that they're involved in as well. So. Um, absolutely would support the idea of specialist PE teachers. And you could look at maybe uh, methods like regional officer where you wouldn't have one for each school. Maybe the bigger schools would require that, but maybe the smaller schools you could have. And a lot of of times here we're we're kind of relying on our our community sports clubs. The GEA have have excellent development officers that are going to... I was going to say that these GDOs, the Games Development Officers, anyone who's involved in Gaelic Games will know that the GDO their own club because they do absolutely brilliant work. But I mean, and, and I say this as, as a GAA person, as someone who's heavily involved himself, I mean, it kind of does allow them a bit of a monopoly in terms of sport in school when they're the ones going around doing the kind of outreach work. And, and that is exactly it. I'm, I'm a GA man myself, Kieran. But the reality is, is that we know that in terms of life, lifetime physical activity and these trends track throughout life. Um, we need to expose our, our children and adolescents to a more broader range of physical activities, and uh, that really is, is key. So those those people, the GDO is doing unbelievable work. But maybe uh, the, that idea that that me uh, that that me or Martin originally floated could be a potential solution. That that uh, general or that a specialist PE teacher might give that that broader scope to children to experience a range of sports that then they go and participate in uh, for the for the rest of their lives. Do Kids, young kids spend too much time doing homework in the evenings when they could be out doing physical activity. 
Yeah, I see. I see. This is rare. It's head again with the with the re- return of schools. Look, I think I think there's enough research out there now supporting the idea of of less, if not no, homework giving opportunities to, to to children to to spend more time doing 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 leisure time activities. And that doesn't necessarily just mean physical activity, which obviously is a great focus. Get them out, get them active and, and playing, but also reading and, and other tasks as well. So I think I think we should be moving towards that. Um, but it's it's it, again, it's a difficult because every context is different. There's there are several schools throughout the country doing excellent um, work with children outside of school hours. There, there'd be great case study examples, I'm sure, right now in the evening times of secondary schools offering opportunities to, to, to children and adolescents mm. uh, uh, to be active outside of the, 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 their own curriculum time. But, yeah, I, I, I absolutely, uh, yeah, I agree, agree Did, with the point. Yeah. I know this kind of sounds incongruous, this argument, but... Uh, with with children in so many activities these days, I mean, m- might might it actually have a kind of a counterproductive effect? Because, you, you know, I, I certainly didn't do the amount of activities my kids do. I mean, we're constantly, and I say we, I, I'm in here presenting the show, my wife is the one doing it, running around, ferrying them from one thing to another. And because you're doing that all the time, you probably feel they're you're really busy. They've got an awful lot going on and they do. But that might only translate to... 30 minutes or 25 minutes of actual activity in an evening between the getting there and getting back and then getting to the next thing and then doing homework and everything else in between. Whereas with less structured activity, you're kind of forced to look at them on the sofa and go, you know what, get outside for an hour. Well, if we if we just take a very practical example of that, and children going to schools in their uniforms, and the time it takes for children to change, for example, for 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 PE, or even just the, the, some of the uniforms and and how impra- how impractical they are in terms of being active during during school time, like you were talking about the logistics of having to go from one club to another, but it, it, creating creating opportunities for 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 people to be active more often, and I'm probably coming from the focus of children and adolescents specifically, but that that it, it's all under that same point of more opportunity to move more often. But I definitely wouldn't uh, discourage uh, children from being active in a load of different sports. Again, there's a huge amount of research coming out to show yeah. that early specialisation definitely isn't uh, is, is, isn't advocated, and, and that idea of a diversification, broad range of sports is great. But I, I appreciate the logistical nightmare that causes for <laughs> yeah. for parents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, someone Dan's after getting in touch. She says our biggest problem with school sports in our school is is that it's been given over to the G- to the GAA and it has to be stopped yeah. because there are kids that are not good enough for the team and then they're left in the corner with other kids that are not sporty. Uh, Paul and Dundrum, though, is having none of it. Why are we always looking to the government to sort out problems? Eat less, get out for a walk or a jog. It's not rocket science. And stop blaming homework for overweight kids. It's a cop it. Well, Paul, thank you for the observation. 87 106 the number. Brendan, thank you as well. Brendan O'Keefe is an assistant professor of physical education in the Department of Physical Education and Sports Sciences in the University of Limerick. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.